0: Hi and welcome back to Mishmar Benaim. Today's sheir 97. We're in the middle of Semin Bays, and today we'll be doing Sif Mem and Mem Today's sheir is to Zeke Nishmas Esther Yehudis Bastrop Pshapsi, and let's start Sif Mem The only alacha relating to the size of the tylan is that it must be square, equal in length and in width. However, says Chokanarich, Airech Varech v'batim VeGayven Ein Lo There's no shear for the width or the length of the tefillin, the only tonight is that everything has to be to scale and has to be even with each other in a square. And as I said yesterday, the height does not need to be even to the width and length. The Mishmira brings from the Gainim that Tzilech Atchila tefillin should not be smaller than two finger widths by two finger widths, meaning that the outer measurement of the titura should be the width of two fingers. With the bias itself that contains the parashius, that's able to be even smaller than two finger widths. The Mishmur also brings it less than the size of two-finger width is not recommended because since it's so small, it's likely that the parashites that are inside are probably very inferior quality due to the fact that it was so small and hard to write it. The minimum size we find is up until one-finger width. However, if it hits that size of one-finger width, then many places can say that's pasal even mid-yevet. We did happen to see earlier in Simnoch Zion that the tefillin should not be too big because then it's going to be hard to put them in the right place on your head and the right place on your arm, on your bicep. The next lachat that the Shulchan Aruch talks about in Sifman Bays is the Sinai of having a shin on both sides of the Shalresh. As you may have noticed, one of the shins that we find on the side of the tefillin are the standard shin with three rashim, literally three heads, and the other one has four rashim, four heads. The Shulchan Aruch says that the one with the three rashim should be li'amin ha to the right of the wearer, meaning that when somebody's wearing tefillin, the shin with the three rashim will be on his right side. And the one with the four rushers is going to be on his left side and the tefillin on the left side. must says that even if you did the four on the right and the three on the left, it's not possible. However, if you did only both shins with three heads or both shins with four, then that would be possible because you need at least one of each, one of three and one of four. And of course, if you leave out one entirely, then it's a sure puzzle. How is this shin made? So first off, the Mishmurah says that just to cut out a shin of leather and to paste it on—that's for sure, not good. The Shacharach says that the shin was by letes b'kamateir; it was popping out or was extruding and shaped out of the creases of the leather. The Mishmurah explains that they used to use a malaket, a tweezers, to sort of pull on the leather and to fold it over to create the shape of its shin by pulling it out little piece by piece from the sides of the bottom. The creation must be in the shin itself. If we're gonna just press down the leather around the shin and now having a shin mamela, that would be a problem of chokteich. That would be a problem of chak teichis, which is the issue with the bottom as well. The mishmur also brings another method that was used was that they would make a little mold with a shin that's popping out of the mold. They would put this mold into the bias and press it towards the outside of the bias. This way it caused the sh- a shape for shin. To pop out on the outside of the bias. Now, if this is good or not, but the Mishmur says that this ended up being the minuk to use this defus, this mold, to create the shin from the inside, being that it produced a nicer and sharper shin, rather than doing it manually with the tweezers. The contemporary Svarim point out that in the earlier times, up until around the last century, 100 years ago, batim were mostly fashioned from the skin of Behemoth's dakis, the skin of Bahamas dachis, from skinnier animals, literally like goats and small sheep and the like. Because being that the leather was thinner, it was easier to shape and mold into the correct shape of the batim. And Mela, since it was thinner, you're also able to sort of manipulate it into the shape of a shin. Nowadays, with more machines and technology, the using the skin of Bahamas dachis, the big animals like cows and bulls, would have been much harder to mold with your hands. Nowadays, however, now that we have more machines and technology, we do use the thicker skin of behemoth's gasses like a cow or a bull, because that will give us a sturdier in. The problem is that this thicker skin presents a challenge to the creation of a shin because it's not really possible to sort of manipulate the skin with the tweezers. There is a method that they use, nowadays, is that they first use a mold on the outside of the batim to push down the leather around the shin and end up with a shin. And now this, as we said, is a problem of Chak Teichis. So what they do is they take a flat mold, press the shin back in to the batim to make it even with the rest of the skin. And now they're mavatal the shin. And now now that it was popped out and pressed in, the leather is now soft and able to be shaped much easier. And now they can pull it out with the tool even by Bahamas Gases. Have a great day.